Welcome to all our dads out there and all our moms. You're listening to episode 108 of the Fade You podcast. Today is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Another rainy afternoon in Southern California. What the hell is going on here? Follow us on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Follow us there. Subscribe to the pod. Two pods a week. Uh, Football season winding down, but we've got plenty of good content coming your guys' way. My name is Matthew James, and I'm here with my fathers, my dads, my padres, the guys I like to talk to the most. Yay. Who's surviving the rain? Uh-huh. How, how are you guys handling this extreme weather? It hasn't rained here yet, but it, it sure is cold. <laughs> it's like 45. It's like California freezing. <laughs> Maybe they'll yeah, have it. Did it rain in San Diego? A lot of a lot of a lot of cloud, but I got mostly sun in San Diego today. Maybe we'll get another delay in the Chargers game for weather in a domed in a roof <laughs> stadium. Well, that was a Steelers game a few weeks ago on Sunday night, right? Yeah. A weather no, delay. Was Ra- Raiders. Chargers. No, it was Raiders on a Thursday night. Yeah. Raiders with yeah. our boy John Gruden. Oh God. Well, we'll see what happens. We got a game in a couple hours. We got Dennis on it. Uh, Chris, are these the least surprising Dennis plays of the entire season? Chiefs, first quarter, first half full, and over first half full. Yeah, man, I didn't know if he would – he's a Charger homer, so I didn't know if he'd go off on a whim, but apparently he's taking the stance of I'll take the Chiefs because I think they'll win, and if I lose, my Chargers win, so he's doing the old uh, homer win-win. Kyle, you never do that, do you? Do it all the time. <laughs> That's all you do. Best <laughs> bet in sports. The old emotional hedge. I love it. Oh, God. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard Kyle say, I'll just, I'll root for my team, but I'll bet the other team because I'll win either way. <laughs> That's the story of your life, Kmart. Yeah, kind of like what I did in South Bend, and but yet I was still pissed off. Uh, that's the part <laughs> we love the most. All right, uh, should be a good game. I was thinking of sprinkling a little um, Herbert first touchdown. I'm seeing 20 to 1 on that. So, I don't know. Sounds kind of fun. We need the Chargers in the Not first bad. quarter anyway. He hasn't ran one in in a few weeks. Yeah, Chris Jones. Sneak. Chris Jones being out too helps a lot. So, yeah, Cuban yeah. sneaks a great call. Eckler's a little banged up. Maybe, maybe Herbert gets loose around the five-yard line, gets one in in the first quarter for the dads and – and we can hit that 20 to one. I don't know. I might fuck with this, that here when we get off the pod. Of Josh Kelly. What's up? Joshua Kelly. Is this his resurgence opportunity? Yeah. Or Justin <laughs> Jackson uh, or any of these fucking charger running backs round tree. Good luck. So, all right, let's uh, let's get the pod rolling here. We got a crazy cover streak in the NBA. Chris, have you been following this Cavs cover streak? That uh, I, now I can't name two players on the Cavs, but I know that they just do nothing but cover the spread. So what's up with what's going on with this? What do people need to know? Yeah, and it's kind of upsetting because you and I, I think I texted you a couple weeks ago. Hey, man, this team's on like a one, a really, I think they were like 
13 and five against the spread. So they were already good against the spread. And here they are just doing it over and over again. Me and you text each other almost every day. Hey, do the Cavs ever cover? (laughs) (laughs) I wish we, I put some fade den units on the Cavs every day because it would pay you handsomely. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the, the Hawks back in the day, I think it was 14, 15. You guys sent that tweet today. They're kind of under the radar and, and they're not getting the power rating and respect from the book. So you could still catch them getting points or laying small points like they were against the T-Wolves the other day. They're blowing teams out. They're only laying nine against the god-awful Rockets. They beat them by 30. So they're just undervalued still, which is what you love um, in a team that, you know, I think their win total was 28 coming into the season. They're already two. Uh, what are they at 18 or something? So they're already, you know, on their way there to get to the win total, which is why I think the books aren't adjusting because they think they will regress to the, the scum that they thought they were coming into the season. And we know the books are sometimes slow to adjust. And we've seen this in the NFL a little bit too, where the books are a little slow to adjust off of what the market seemed to dictate people thought teams would be and Chris you're right Cavs are 18 and 12 they're fourth in the east so shit I mean I guess keep an eye out for it you don't want to get on a trend like this too late but it seems like there's some really crazy ones every year like this in the NBA where a team gets hot and covers like 12 out of 13 games covers like 10 first halves in a row there's team there's quarter trends you can look at and it's a long season there's a lot of this shit so a little bit to keep an eye on there in the NBA how about uh, anybody want to pour one out for Herb? Hell yeah. <laughs> like a yug to celebrate. Respect, oh, man. man. He'll, he can go to a club all he wants to get sashed by college kids. Good for him. <laughs> I mean, is this is this the most like tank job of, of a guy's reputation in like a year that we've seen in a while? Anybody else come to mind? That's, I mean, Nick Saban, Jim, Jim Tom Sula. Oh, God. Oh, the, God. the farter. He yeah, farted he in a sh- press conference. When he <laughs> shit his pants in a, in a press conference. Love it. So, Herb is in college 187 and 32. So, he's got this legendary college resume. And like so many other guys, he goes to the NFL. And he thinks he's a big shot and he thinks he can talk to these professional football players like they're 20 year olds. I don't know how many times we need to see it. Uh, We were talking about our guy, uh, Bobby P who was what happened to Petrino. He resigned, right? He just quit in the middle of the season. That had to have been 15 years ago. Falcons. Yeah. When he crashed his motorcycle with a bitch on the back. It was like an intern, right? In like a sports medicine program, some 23-year-old. Yeah. Love it. Hey, I mean, we can look at our boy, our, our Kyle's boy, Pete Carroll, who uh, when he coached the Patriots, the same rah-rah bullshit. They didn't, they didn't like that. Yep. He fired his ass, but he came back, and you know now he's been solid. Well, that's the remarkable thing about Pete, too, is that he, came, he went back to the NFL after having success in college and won a fucking Super Bowl. So – I don't know that that's in uh, Herb's future here. Uh, hey, Chris, what would you do if I said, hey, dipshit, why don't you make some fucking picks? And then I kicked you. Would you tell me not to fucking kick you? Uh, I'd be like, no, what the fuck? Sunday, 
What's up, Neil? Well, that was that the old kicker, right? <laughs> Lambo's not kicking anymore, right? No, no, that was uh, he was our kicker the first few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> kicks a guy. What the fuck? I mean, well. well fucking ed need me the other day in the bar and i was like what the fuck are you doing you fuck so i do something like that like are you serious yeah but this is professional sports man i don't know right. if i'm a pro and a, and a coach kicks me if it hurts i'd be like dude fuck you like hey <laughs> well that's what he said he said hey don't fucking kick me and, yeah. and herb goes i'm the head football coach i'll kick whoever the fuck i want <laughs> be like all right keep writing my checks bitch <laughs> what a piece of shit man like <laughs> right uh, yeah. What about and it's so ironic too. He coaches or he teaches a class at Ohio State on uh, what was it uh, like leadership and like all this bullshit and oh my god, he does the exact opposite as a fucking NFL coach. And then there's all yeah. yeah, there's all these graphics from for when he was doing TV on Fox and he's talking about integrity, like, uh, yeah, integrity and and uh, what it was like what programs need to do to get back on track and values and ethics and all this yeah. shit. I and mean, he's just an absolute piece of garbage in the end. yeah but you know you know how all of us fuck around with people you know you used to kick people on like the knee where it like makes them kind of like drop it's it's harmless there's sometimes you you do try to be fun and it just hit you know you hit a funny bone you hit something or just you really fucking piss that person i wonder if it was one we don't know he is scum but it might have yeah. been something like that so i think i'm more on chris's side too it's probably lambo more being a bitch than herb trying to be like <laughs> a dickhead you know he's probably just messing with him and this dude got all butter but yeah my college my my high school basketball coach fucking did that to me once and i was like are you fucking serious and he was like laughed and i'm like okay i don't think he was serious but man that was fucking dickhead move so who knows like joe said these guys are getting fucking paid a lot it's like go kick the ball motherfucker yeah, and that's that's a lot. You can chalk that baby up to guys being dudes too, and maybe Lambo just doesn't get it because Herb's probably, you know, pretty dad like. I would assume if he's, <laughs> if he's getting a lap dance at a fucking bar after a game. <laughs> Plenty of time for that now. I just like hate dipshit. I need to use that more. <laughs> hey, dipshit. <laughs> well, like when Chris yeah. doesn't text Fade Den to the right group. Hey, dipshit. <laughs> or just <laughs> not at figure all. it out. <laughs> oh man well let's see yeah, pour one out for herb it did not work out in jack i don't know what jacksonville's doing i mean is jacksonville gonna make a competent hire neil if you're putting if you're making the line for that the jacksonville hires a, a competent coach what's what's yes are they gonna fuck this up again you know i think with this one it's like it is that like, do we go back before this happened and say that, like, this was a bad hire? Like, I don't go back before this happened and say, like, this was a horrible hire. This is an interesting sort of like one of those home run shots. Like, who's to say that if this didn't work, it was going to be great with Urban Lawrence, you know, for the next 10 years. It was just, you know, it turned out to be really bad, really, and go really south really quickly. Um, I think this, it's, it's going to yield something because I think that someone's going to see that there is still a lot of potential with Lawrence. Um, they're going to have another great pick, you know, this year coming up to get some to get a stud too. So I don't think it's all for naught. But I think they should bring Doug Marone back. That dude is a manly man. I loved him. Bring back Jack Del Rio. Oh yeah, JDR. Let's go. So, I mean, the logical thing to do after Herb gets fired last night is to run and go Jacksonville minus five and a half, right? 
What in the fuck? Uh, yeah, what's going on with that? Who, who hates themselves enough to lay it with Jacksonville? Nobody. Chris? Somebody with a gigantic penis. Chris, we talked on the pod the other day about yeah. it doesn't get any more it disgusting sucks that it's than so Jack's high. minus three, and now it's five and a half. What the right. fuck? How, how can they – how do you explain this? I guess like you said, people just think uh, maybe the Sharps think it is a shot in the arm and it's a weight off their shoulders. So we'll see. Well, yeah, there's a huge narrative whenever a coach gets fired that the team always covers a – or not doesn't always cover this spread, but they play hard as fuck that next week. I mean, didn't the Raiders yeah. do that after Gruden left? Yeah, and then uh, look at fucking oh, college. Look at the Trojans. Coach O at USC fucking balled out. Neil, you made a good point when somebody chirped on Twitter. We don't need to say that person's name because they are irrelevant and we don't need to give them any more attention than they want. But somebody chirped at you and said, like, oh, how about working out for the Raiders? And it, isn't it case by case, though? Like, yeah, there's trends about coaches getting fired, but don't you have to look at it kind of as a case by case? Like, all right, well, their first do week before. Their first week, they killed them in Denver, right? They came out hot, but then they took a dump after that. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I, that's the way I remember, Chris. The first week right after Gruden left, right. the whole narrative yeah. was, oh, the team's in shambles. And they went out and they wrecked, like, Denver. And it was always – it was, like, a shock. I, I, yeah, in Denver. I, I had the Raiders that week in the contest, and I watched it at a strip club. That's how I remember that game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> but it is. And, like, that's, that's what I said. It's, it's apples and oranges because with this one, it's like we're going to find out, I think, really quickly if the team wanted him gone. Right. If, if Jacksonville comes out and they, you know, put up 31 points and Lawrence is looking like, like football Jesus again, like this is going to be. This is going to be impressive, whereas Gruden, no one, ex- no one saw that one coming. No one. I don't think anyone on the Raiders was cheering that Gruden would be gone. So and apples and oranges, but we'll find out with this one real quick. And I mean, I tweeted out and like I loved I booked Jacksonville minus the three and a half early this morning and it raced right up to five and a half so so i i don't know that i put it at five and a half but i liked it right away well and i know it's many things have happened since this but week one jacksonville was also favored at houston and they got smoked uh i think i might have been the only one on houston that week I, chris i tried to get you on him if i remember remember we were at a uh, classic q watching houston put up like oh uh. 30-something yeah, points yeah. on Jacksonville. Yeah, you blinked and we're like, holy fuck, they're up 17 nothing." Yeah. So, fuck, I don't know. If you're laying five and a half with the Jaguars, then get help. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's take a break. We want to hit on a couple more games. Man, there's some disgusting ones. We'll talk about uh, what the books are doing with the faves this week after getting wrecked last week. So, uh, we'll get to a few more games here on the other side of the break. All right, Chris, before we started recording, you were listening to John Murray talking about the tax betters are going to pay on favorites this week. Uh, what was he talking about with that? Obviously, we all know what happened last week. Yeah, mostly because of some of the big ones uh, like your, you know, your Bucks and, uh, you know, Vikings, some of these primetime games. Uh, they're just going to be inflated. So they probably would have had it at, you know, nine or ten uh, before last week. But obviously now Saints are sitting at eleven. Uh, bears, you know, up to four and, uh, or I mean, Vikings. So yeah, stuff like that. Um, and some of the ones on the Packers, almost a touchdown on the road. So we're seeing that. And, uh, 
they're going to go higher because they know the liability. They know that, that the public is going to lay it no matter what. So he was saying, uh, that's what you're going to do. You know, we're going to be on dogs. I mean, look at us starting out on Thursday. Here we are, home dog, division dog on Chargers fading down. It's part of it, too, that, I mean, I'm starting to think, like, these teams that are scum of the earth, I don't know if the books know what to do with these. Like, the Jets. I mean, you can't make the line high enough for the Jets. Uh, you can't make the line high enough for the Jaguars, man. They're playing scum this week, so they don't really apply. Uh, the Giants with Glenn on. I mean, you can't make the line high enough. Neil, is there something to Carolina? Like, there's teams getting embarrassed, like not competitive most weeks. This late in the season, I mean, what <laughs> the fuck? I don't know what I don't know what they're supposed to do. I'm in the same same boat. It's like it's really tough to sit there and say that you know you want to take the Jets plus nine when they're getting blown out, you know, by fifteen, by twenty one points. You know, they lose by twenty one against the New Orleans teams, who's now catching eleven. Now what's the lineup to? So now you have New Orleans who just won by twenty one against the Jets. Now that you have that same team who's catching eleven, like how? What would align Jets Tampa Bay be right now? 17 and a half like I I just I have no idea what to make of some of these teams you never want to say that a team's tanking but it's it they're certainly not competitive Joe you've got to feel like you're looking at Tennessee and Pittsburgh you're you're Mr. Fade fat big Ben and you don't even have to lay points you must love to see that yeah, like I said in the group chat, I don't really give a fuck what the spread is. I would have faded them anyways. I would have laid Tennessee minus seven. I could give two shits. I think that the Titans are the superior team. They're going to go into Pittsburgh and take them down. So the Chris, Sharps hit the two, Joe, and now it's pick them for the contest. You're not afraid. You don't give a fuck about them. Dude, CLV can suck my dick. So I was going to ask you, is that is that the smelly line of the week? You have nine and four. Tennessee pick them against old ass Big Ben and his corpse and his six six and one Steelers. Yeah, I don't know. I, I might be on it. Um, I'll probably be doing what we did last week and take the god awful Bears in prime time against Cousins. Oh, but they got something to play for. They're that wild card. Bearcock, it is. <laughs> Hey, Pittsburgh's only two and five ATS at home too, so we got that going for us. And Tennessee four and two on the road, ATS. So let's fucking go, Titans. Tighten up. Uh, shout out David Fink over there at Turtle Sports. Oh, there you go, Titans fan David Fink. Yeah, he'll, he'll love that. Uh, good luck, Finky. I don't. That line smells. I don't know. Uh, Kyle, I got to ask you about the Niners. Nice win in overtime last week. They had the lead. Uh, they blew the lead. Let, I mean, Burrow is fucking awesome coming back in that game. And now you just have to beat the shitty Falcons and you're laying almost double digits at home. And there's, I mean, what could go wrong? Yeah, I mean, I think we texted about it earlier in the week. Just, you know, Falcons or no play. I mean, Jimmy G's playing really well since, what, week eight? One of the best quarterbacks for QBR in the league as well as, you know, they're going up against a defense that I think is ranked 32 DVOA. So Niners could win by 20, but at the end of the day, it just anything towards 10 points, Shanahan being a 
damn near double digit dog. It just smells like a back door, you know, something similar to that Lions game in week one where they're cruising. Then all of a sudden they almost give up a game time touchdown in the fourth. So yeah, it's, it's Falcons for me. Uh, I don't even know what the contest line is. Anything over seven and a half is fine. Nine and a half, nine and a half. And that's already locked in for vanilla gorilla Falcons. Was it the Super Bowl year where the Falcons went to San Francisco late in the season as like 13 point dogs and one outright? Am I remembering that right? Correct. Yeah. Julio wow. Jones had a last second touchdown that That's was ruled right. up and then replay ruled it a touchdown. Yeah, I was pissed. God, that's right. Holy shit. Uh, what else is interesting this weekend? Um, God. You want to talk about ruining everything? Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to, like, you can't bet early because a day is going to go by and there's going to be 13 players added to the COVID protocols. Like, like Joe, you had your, your teaser the other day. Yeah. I'm absolutely fucked. (laughs) I I texted uh, Matt and Chris. I was like, Hey, here's the free money teaser of the week, teasing uh, New England up to eight and the Browns at the time. Six point favorites down to pick them, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this is the most square easiest teaser of all time." And then now, like, Browns are what plus five or plus four, some bullshit at this point. So I'm getting fucked. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll get lucky. But <laughs> talk about CLV. Oh boy, Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely fucked on that one. I mean, I, I just don't know how you can bet anything before. Friday or Saturday at this point, if this is what it's going to be, if, if dudes who are asymptomatic and vaxxed are going to get held out of games for testing positive, And this is how it's going to be where you've got teams with like players in the double digits on the COVID list, like Washington and the Rams and the Browns and who else? Am I missing anybody else? Chicago just put like six people on with three coaches. I think right before this, and I know I, I think I got a tweet right before we hopped on this podcast. The Rams COVID list is now up to twenty five players. Go back to the <laughs> bubble. Yeah, like oh my god, and uh, this is the ultimate nobody knows shit week because the books Neil have no idea what to do with these. I mean, no one knows how to handicap practice squad guys getting called up to play in games and. And now, like, who the fuck knew that Nick Mullins was on the Browns? I sure didn't. Big dick oh. Nick. He was on the Eags, and then I think he was practice squad Browns signed him. But, uh, sh- I mean, I think Carson said it best in our chat was, like, all these sharps or air quotes sharps are going to give you lines and say, oh, this bullshit. They nobody knows dick right now. And if they lose, they're going to be like, oh, well, we didn't know. And if they win, they're going to be like, oh, that was the sharpest play ever. So, yeah, you know, there's going to be a lot of scamming bullshit out there because truly this week it's all we're all throwing darts. Come on. I mean, Neil, you got to agree. You got to think our guy that can sig. I mean, if you were to ask him, what do the books do in this situation? He goes, no one fucking knows what to do with this. This is oh, like he, unprecedented yeah. shit. Oh, and he's he'll be the first to tell you that he's so much happier on this side of the book than the back. <laughs> like, they had no greater scenario than this week. Because could you imagine trying to sit in there and make lines, you know, for NFL with this, with all this going on? Like, the amount that they've got to keep up with everything because all it takes is you know a tweet to find out seven more guys and like you know people are just waiting around to hammer some line 
um, as soon as they get any whiff of, you know, added guys on COVID. So there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights of people behind the counter from now up until game time. Um, it's got to be miserable for them. Chris, if Den wins this Sunday, then I don't know what to say. I mean, navigating all this shit, if he can fire darts and find winners here, then then he is a god and should be worshipped. Seriously, because you know he's not going to change his style. He's going to find ones that he finds free money, you know? And people should know out there, Chris, you, you can explain this better than I can. He's not following this shit. He, he doesn't know the lines. He doesn't know who's playing. He probably has no idea Baker's not playing for the Browns. He's going to see the Browns getting points and be like, oh, okay. I mean, he, he has no clue what's going on. He's just throwing darts on Sunday morning. Yeah, his initial lean was Browns, and I don't know if he knows it yet that the line's no gone down. And then no Eagles, chance. so he'll lay a bad number on the Eagles when it gets up to eight and a half or nine or whatever when it was four. So we'll see. Jeez. Uh, what else? Any Anybody else got – I mean, we talked about how this shit is unbettable right now. Anybody else got one that you just love? That's got to be in your five that we haven't talked about. Colts, baby. That's a good one. Um, I'm surprised. I thought that was going to be closer to pick or Colts minus one. I'm surprised that's up to two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I I like that on Monday when I think it was one or something and it got steamed super quickly, but <sighs> – I mean, I feel like I've said it three or four weeks in a row. I'm just waiting. I'm going to do Chris's double down because eventually the Patriots will lose. And I think this is a good matchup, you know, at home. It's just Carson Wentz. Can he eliminate that pick six in a close game? Because, you know, you know, the Colts aren't going to run away with this. But I like them to find a way to squeak this one out. Um, Two and a half. it, It feels it feels like a sucker bet, but. I liked it on Monday, and I'm just tired of overthinking lines. So hey, the, the dif- differentials on your side: forty three percent of the bets, seventy one percent of the money. So you got a twenty eight percent differential but, on the Colts. I mean, the differential is great because you want to, you know, be on that part of the differential. But I mean, with the seventy one percent of the money, isn't that technically kind of bad? I mean, it depends. It means bigger betters are coming in on them, but that shit changes. I mean, minute yeah. by minute. Especially game morning, the morning of the game could be way off, way different. And we talk about too that big money doesn't necessarily mean smart money. I mean that's just an idiot with a duffel bag walking in sometimes. Um, I, Joe Pat's and teaser up to eight and a half. That seems like free money. Right. That's why I put it in my uh, free money teaser with the with uh, the Browns down to pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, how's Bill? No way, Bill Belichick loses by more than a touchdown, right? That's impossible. Joe, you gotta you gotta keep that screenshot. Never again in your life are you gonna be on a six down to pick on a teaser, and then have that close plus six the other way. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty epic. That is pretty fucking epic. That's that's a legendary screenshot. I mean, we're never gonna we're never gonna see a line move over ten points again. I don't think. I thought it was three and a half. Is it actually up to six now? I think it was up to five and a half. It's up to four and a half right now. Well, and guess, I bet the Browns aren't done putting people on the COVID list. Like tomorrow's, we had a whole nother day before they play this game. So, man, who knows? I mean, the the total is wild. Like, 
doesn't it doesn't it comp like hurt the integrity of the game? Isn't that why the NHL is postponing games? Kyle, they oh, don't give a fuck. Fuck, fuck the integrity. <laughs> they ever heard of ever heard of money? That's yeah. all that matters. Well, They're not course, postponing this shit. I've raged about for you know I've had many of rants about that, but as a fan, who the fuck wants to watch this? They don't give a shit about fans. They want to make some sure money. Will. Yeah, it doesn't matter. People will. People will watch it. People will it. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. No. They don't care about player safety. They don't care about integrity. They sure as fuck don't care about people's round one of their fantasy playoffs. <laughs> yeah. They don't care. They're gonna play the game. It doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if the sign the Browns have to sign the five of us to play. Like they're gonna play the game. So yeah, they'll find somebody. They don't care about Joe's sick teaser that he placed on nope. the day. <laughs> Kyle, they'll sign you. You can go out there and run some routes for Nick Mullins. I mean, I think the hands still work, but I don't I don't know about the uh the agility anymore. What, what would be the over under you'd pull a hammy? Uh how much time how much I, game I time would I, you give yourself? I don't think I'd pull a hammy, but I think I'd probably pop my groin again trying to <laughs> trying to juke somebody and then Dude, I'd get my jock strap out. Your ass wouldn't even get off the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> just pick my ass up and throw me backwards. Yeah, he'd sneeze on you and you'd fall over. Uh, I had I had a first I had a good first step, but again, that was years ago. And Kyle, yeah. let's, let's not forget that last year didn't Denver started like an option quarterback. That yeah, one yeah. when the whole QB room came down with COVID. Yeah. Or like their practice squad wide receiver who played college yeah. one. Whatever. Yeah. No one cares. They're they'll they'll find 53 able bodies. Shit, they're they might not even find 53. They'll play with 45. Is, <laughs> and, and this game is sad. The, the one thing I could see happening is maybe they push it back to Sunday and give these guys another day to get some negative tests. But uh, because this is supposed to be the first game on Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah there'd just be a lot of, I don't know how TV deals work. So, but yeah. I think that that's going to come into play. I, don't, I, I highly doubt they, they're just going to leave it. I highly do. Yeah. I highly doubt it too. But that's the one thing I could see them maybe trying to figure out. Oh, let's do one more. Chris. You're saying Baltimore is going to need going to be a book need. Uh, you taking Lamar's ankle or Rogers' COVID dick toe? God, how do you not go with Rogers' cock? But it's right in my <laughs> wheelhouse. I love the plus five number, dead number. Right, games don't land on that. Super number dead number. Home dog cock. Packers got to be the squarest play of the week, dude. Ninety-one percent of the bets, ninety-seven percent of the money. Oh yeah. Same Holy class, shit. how'd that end up? Gosh damn it, Bears. <laughs> oh yeah. Talk about getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Books had every parlay known to mankind going into that game and it's still cash. Dear God. I can't believe they're open this week, honestly, after what happened last time. Well, we'll see if we can get a dog, any dog this week. We're gonna be on some really gross, disgusting ones for Fade Den. Uh, I guess just prepare prepare our assholes, right, Dads? Bring right. the lube. Prepare the anus. <laughs> That's it. All right, Chris, there's a lot of poop to bet on this weekend. Just remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on scum. Oh, wait, one shout-out before you say that. Arkansas Pine Bluff, we talked about them at the end of the pod on Tuesday. Chris, they covered. They covered. Sometimes when you step in poop like uh, 
Dave says it's roses, huh? It's a little rosy poop. Yeah, 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 yeah. is Beiju. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beiju. Fade the fuck out of you.